Hey, how's it going, guys? Tony Hannity's here with Lazy Tech TV. Hope you're doing well over there in Dreamland. Today, we're going to be talking about what is new in iOS 13 versus Android 10. What does this mean exactly for the landscape of phones, phone technology, software, and the likes? It means you suck. Call in 1-800-322-1755. First caller, you're on the line. You suck. Thank you very much. Next caller. <laughs> Careful about your feet, because it's easy to just do this. I have this. You have flippies on? Yeah. I forgot my f***ing flippies. Hey, this is Tony from the editing desk. This this went on for about seven minutes. Gonna cut out a bunch of the laughter, but you 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 get the idea. I can't, I can't even talk. I'm crying right now. Well, hello. Hello. Guess what? Uh, I'm not like thousands of miles. Of, well, a thousand, like twelve hundred miles away. Normally, I'm really far away from you, and I'm not. Well, not only very far away, you're in a completely different time zone. Better time zone in the future. Yeah. Okay, but it doesn't. Yeah, necessarily you can you can ask better. me what happens an hour from now, and I can tell you. I can be like, look, New Year's, it's gonna come around at midnight for you, but it's already passed for me. You know, anytime I ask you questions like that, you never give me any information that is actually pertinent or useful. So no, I'm not gonna I, ask you about. It's only a trivia. It's that's the only thing we're allowed to. It's an NDA that we are given when we're born in those states of like, hey, people in the past, sorry, bud, you're just not gonna know. Tech but realistically, fine. like how how we're in person in California, which it, is nicer than Vegas. If you oh haven't listened God. to okay, <laughs> if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go back and listen to our last. That was about a year ago that we did that. Yeah, our we last got, live we, episode. We, we brought our more professional mics this time. Yes, which, and hopefully which it sounds is a better. Huge upgrade. Yeah. And if it doesn't, that sucks for everyone, including you, because well, you have to edit If it this. doesn't, I, it, it's probably my fault, because I have to edit uh, the audio. But, um, yeah, no, I, I was uh, very excited to do this in person with you again, as always. Yeah, so how was your flight in? Um, 35 minutes between San Francisco to here. And I thought I was going to sleep 100% of the time. I only slept like maybe 10% of the time. Not even. I, I took a nap as the plane was ascending into the sky, 31,000 feet. And I opened my eyes after the ding. And I was like, oh, okay. We must be uh, about to land or something. And I looked out the window and I said, oh, wow. Palm Springs looks very similar to San Francisco. Oh, wait. There's the Golden Gate Bridge. We're still, we're still in San Francisco. So, wait. You... Your total flight time was 30 minutes? I might be exaggerating, but it wasn't longer than an hour. Wow, that's impressive. Like, uh, mine was two hours. And ask, go ahead, ask me how it was. (laughs) Uh, I feel like there's a story here. Um, Quentin, how was your flight? The guy next to me, I don't think ever heard of deodorant. <laughs> but here's the here's the worst part though. Oh, is man. he like he wasn't like a weeb or something where it's like, oh well, you, you know, that's just comes with the territory or something. No, 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 no. This guy, he looked like a businessman. He looked like a guy that like was just in some meetings and left. And I'm like, how how have you gotten this far and no one been like, dude, where's your speed stick? 
You know, speaking of Delta, did you see that thing with the whole, they like the cabin pressure loss thing? Oh, well, where they had to drop 30,000 feet yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. There were some injuries, no yeah. deaths, no fatalities or anything. I don't think there was any injuries. I heard there were some people that were kind of thrown about, but I don't believe there was anything hospital bound. See, but I didn't even hear that because like, oh, this is the thing. Everyone that I've seen talk about this Mm -hmm. that has a level head was like it was a controlled descent Mm -hmm. that like, okay, we 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 lost cabin pressure, uh, not 100 percent, but like we, I don't know, started losing or some some sensor got set off that was like, hey, you know, we got to we got to go. Right. And so the pilot being the pilot took the plane down and brought it to, you know, one Earth's atmosphere, right? It mm-hmm. wasn't too high where you can't breathe. There, were, There's oxygen now. We have to get that low. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like, yeah, that that's a normal pilot maneuver. They, they were safe. Like, this should make you feel good about flying because a sensor was immediately tripped and was like, hey, for the safety of people, let's just get down there and just be safe. And... Like it's it honestly, as far as I've read, it's no big deal. Like it's like okay, that kind of sucked, but like for the most part, it's like okay, well, it it comes with the territory. The like something happens, and the pilot, yeah, the pilot was keeping everyone safe. Right, the plane was able to keep everyone safe with the sensors that it has on it. Like there, so many levels of safety were initiated to make sure everyone was safe. And like I'm seeing these like news reports though mm-hmm. of like. Some dad is like, Ew, I thought it was the last time I was going to see my kids. Right. It's the end. And I was like, dude, no. And it's like they're talking about like, oh, how, un- how scary it was and how you know scary, 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 scary. But they're all they're focusing on is scary, 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 scary. They're not mentioning any of the stuff that I just told you. Sure. That's fear mongering, right? Right. But like that's also... straight up like. But it sells views. Oh, of course it does. We've talked about this. I know. But it's Negativity just. Negativity it, is just... what breeds advertising dollars. Yes. Yes. But it just bugged the crap out of me because I'm just like, I saw it in, in my own family. Like mm. people were like, wow, that was such a scary thing. I'm like, no, that was a controlled thing that made sure that it was safe. Sure. And they're like, ah, but there's, you know, there was a guy who's saying it's the end of times and, you know, not going to see my kids. And it's like, dude. Yeah, no. you gotta explain. Like the thing is, is that fine. You can kind of you know build on that and be like, look how scary it was. But here's the thing. Here's the great thing is Delta was able to you know keep it safe and right. everything was safe, safe, safe. No, no, no. It's just the bad side. They don't even like you know start with the scary thing to keep you there and then like end on the hey, but we're okay. Right. And they just leave it. They're just like, oh, it was scary, and but they're alive. So moving on. Yeah, in all honesty, the only news reports that I had seen were kind of what I alluded to, uh, which focused on a lot of the fear-mongering and then also said, but they did land safely, and uh, there were a few injuries because people got knocked knocked about a -hmm. little bit, but nobody went to any kind of hospitals, and the technicians on the ground are going to make sure that all the systems were done or rather all the systems were uh, connected correctly just to make sure that that sensor went off for a reason right because the last time that i had read it the sensor that was talking about cabin pressure or rather losing Mm -hmm. cabin pressure they didn't they weren't losing cabin pressure but it went off so like well okay well we'd rather be safe than sorry yeah and so they went they went down they they did that thing yeah i think why people are making a huge deal about it is because that it, it is such a rare occurrence 
And when something scary like that happens, we gravitate toward the what ifs. Mm-hmm. And because there wasn't a complete tragic thing that happened, the newspapers can do the next best thing, which is kind of skew what had happened. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah. not even skew, but just focus on like what could have happened. Like sure. there is, <laughs> I remember there was a, oh, what was it? I think it was like family guy or something like that. They're like, Oh man, the plane crashed. Uh, they had a they had emergency landing and they landed safely. You know, the the plane's ruined, but everyone was okay. But let's do a three D render of what it would look like if they crashed into a school. Oh, what about if yeah, they had crashed into a that. school filled with fire hydrants yeah. and and uh, kerosene? Yeah. Let's see if what they happened if they crashed into a school filled with puppies and all the rest of that stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, like, yeah, that's totally like, well, nothing really happened. So let's focus on what could have happened. Sure. And it's like, stop. Like, ah, oh, I'm sorry. It just, it got to me. Well, you're not going to sell any newspapers. That's for sure. Hey, I'll start the good news and it'll be good. Yeah. And just you and your wife are going to read it. That's fine. Hey. Rest- Rest of us are gonna uh, be surrounded by fear mongering, and then once a month we'll read something that is heartfelt, true, and shareable. But that's only once a month, and it's probably gonna be from like boardpanda.com. That's a thing. Do you ever practice in your head? Do you ever practice arguments or a conversation, or uh, do you ever write an email or text and? Brief read it before you send it or never send it at all? Um, I think you asked me about the text thing before, Okay, but do I proofread? Yeah, I've, there was a life pro tip that I read once that was um, any email that you're going to send, don't put in the, like, how people usually work down the email. You know, okay, am I sending from the right address? Yes. Am I sending to the right address? Yes. Is my subject field filled in? Yes. Okay, now I'm going to fill in the rest. No. Do the opposite. Do the opposite. Yeah. Fill in your main text and then check all your stuff. Right. And then at the very last thing, the last thing you should do it's is put in who you're sending it to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last thing you should do because I agree. That, you do not want that sent early. It's annoying because <laughs> if you're doing a reply, it automatically right, does right. all those things for you. And if you're going to reply with a strongly worded email, but you also don't want to come, come across as like an a-hole or anything right, like that, right. then maybe take that extra step to just delete the recipient mm-hmm. and then continue on doing what you're doing. Uh, then at least it will still, then you can put their name back in there and it'll still be in the thread, if you will. But I, my, my main thing is less of the text uh, drafts because I think all of us have done that one or another um, but I wondered, have you ever had a conversation with yourself as if it was a conversation between you and a best friend or your wife or somebody where you're like, okay, I think it's going to go this way. And you like work it out in your head like, oh, if I answer it this way, he or she might say that or whatever. Do you ever do anything like that? Uh, I think the most I do is I'll try to gather my thoughts, like try to think like, okay, I have a multi let's say step thing that I need to tell to someone 
Let me just quickly just run through it on my head just to make sure it's kind of, you know, in the right spot so I don't go one, two, five, eight, ten, four. So you get <laughs> you get all your ducks in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's the most I'll do, but like I won't sit there and like actually like think about okay, when I start explaining this, they'll probably interrupt me here, and that's where I'm gonna have to respond with that. Like I, I'm not gonna Do you ever take it okay, so you got all your ducks in a row, but knowing Ben, what's it say Ben? Okay. Knowing Ben, he kind of has this kind of mindset. So right. his response might be this. So I, I I have to retort with what should I retort with? Uh do, do, you, do you go that far? Or you don't you don't even you just get your ducks in a row and then run run with the I'd say most run part, it. run with it. Okay. Um but maybe if I like have something very like blatantly obvious, like of course like let's say I know that they're going to disagree with something. And I know sure. that the, like the number one thing, like I'm going to be like, flowers aren't real. And they're going to be like, I am holding a flower. Like I will know. Oh, of course they're going to say I'm holding a flower. I can see them holding a flower. So I need to have that prepped. Right. It would have to be glaringly obvious to prep a response to. Okay. What about you? I prep kind of down to, I would say two or three major responses I think the other person will come back with, um, whether it be work-related. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, n- not that I've ever asked for this outright, but if I were to say, you know, I would like a raise. Like, okay, how are they going to respond? Well, I know my boss is uh, really into uh, me hitting my numbers, so let me look at my numbers. Like, okay, well, I also know that we just started our fiscal year, so let's look at our budget and, you know, t- you know maybe come up with some numbers to... Uh, redistribute the the budget constraints and lower my expenses so they can do this and that. I've hit my bonuses, but I'm supposed to get paid for that separately anyways. So like those are the kind of things that I go through mm-hmm. when I'm when I'm talking with a loved one, whether it be my girlfriend or even my kids. Kids are in my opinion, kids are some of the hardest because they speak directly from the heart without filter and my responses have to be sound. They cannot come with, I try not to have them come with too much emotion, uh, but at the same time, not come across as a dry lump of a human being. <laughs> like, like it's, 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 especially if it's me uh, reprimanding them or ha- having a heart to heart about a topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to seem too mean, but I also don't want to seem too cavalier about it. And right. It's find that fine line. And I feel like when I do the prep work in my head and then later on in the day or whenever it is, I, I talk about it directly to uh, that person. While of course I can't iron out everything, I feel a lot more prepared. So when I do get that question coming out of left field, I'm like, I was kind of prepared for that. Here's my answer. And let me change my answer because your question was a little different than what I expected, but I'm kind of prepared for it for Mm -hmm. to a certain degree. Well, you at least sound a lot more prepared than I am. I mean, <laughs> I think it really depends on the situation. I think the more severe situations I will prep a little bit more for. But for the most part, I would say no, unless it's like something where it's like I need to be prepped for any sort of response because I cannot have that like hesitation. Sure. And then I'll kind of think about it. Um, it also depends on how confident I am in the subject. So like taking your example, like work and or something, 
um, if I'm confident in whatever in that subject, I don't need to prep because I'll have the answer just come to me. Like I can rely on that like answer to come to my brain quickly and then like a convenient time. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's something that I'm not as confident on, like your example, numbers or something, it'd be like, yeah, that's going to come up. I should probably know that I should probably look that up. But if it's something I'm confident in, then no, no prep. Just go. Something you had brought up to me last week and something I think we talked about just randomly today with a bunch of other of our colleagues which is when do you gas up your car? Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. And while this this really should not be a topic that is so divisive, I, I think I think we're all on the same page. You're supposed to gas up your car when the light goes on and you just go get gas. Like th- there really shouldn't be any kind of argument. Right. However, and, between but, you and I, but you, you're the problem. You're the I, thing. You're saying you're wrong. You like I've you never sta- said. I never said no, you're no, wrong. no, no. You started. I never said you're wrong. Right. 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 <laughs> I never said you're wrong. Right. But I also said I wasn't not wrong. No, you are wrong. <laughs> See, here's the thing: is if the light turns on, you go get gas. You have yeah leeway. So if you're in a hurry or something, and you gotta yeah. you gotta just a couple minutes to make something, yeah. you're like you know what i'll get uh, you have time and usually you have an indicator that's like hey you've got 40 miles until you're out and usually at some point the the indicator's like i don't even know like good luck yes but when that indicator comes on you should be like okay i gotta think about gas and when that indicator goes to i don't know anymore you need to be like okay where's the nearest gas you shouldn't push it no you should not push it it is actually bad Bad for for your car. car and what do you do tody jinx what? What? We both said bad for the car at the same time. Oh, good. But yeah. what do you do, Tony? I push it. Yeah. yeah. And why do you do it? Um, I don't have an innate reason why I do this. Other than stupidity? It is probably like soaked in stupidity. There's no question about it. Maybe laziness? It's not laziness uh, because I know eventually I'm going to have to gas up the car. But that's the thing. Like, If I know where I am... And I know how I drive and I know that there's going to be a gas station within close proximity of my next drop off or whatever, then I will go get gas then. However, the times that we're talking about are I have one more drop off or one more thing that I have to do and instead of going to the gas station, I go to my studio or I go to my girlfriend's and then I get gas the next day or, you know, later on. Now, obviously, I still get gas. I'm still able to get to my destination. And thusly, I don't have a personal experience of running out of gas in this particular car. Um Oh, in this particular car. So you have run out of gas. Yes. Shame. <laughs> I've never run out of gas. Fun fact. Well, good for you. I know. I'm bragging. Do you want a cookie? Yes. I'd There's love one. There's one right behind That's you. That's yours. No. No. The thing is, I feel like you're what you're doing is you're screwing over future you. Like, tomorrow you is going to be like, why didn't pass me get gas? That lazy little guy. Like, yeah. Whereas... 
current you could just be like, hey, I could get guests right now, and then he can like sleep in, or he can, you know, not worry about that because it's it's slow right now. Like let let's just take care of future him, so current like current me is just done with it, and then future me is happy. Yeah, no, it it makes complete sense. Everything that's coming out of that mouth hole of yours is making complete sense. I yet I have been told multiple times by mechanics and 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 the internet and yet and yet it's my stubbornness <laughs> i don't even know what to tell you like i legit like change your habits i don't know probably <laughs> i mean that that, that put might... a little sticky note that covers the the e symbol and like make it so it comes down to like let's say if if the bar was a percentage the at, at the 10 percent mark it just said no and so it was like, no, you need to go get gas at this point. Like, yeah. no, no, you've passed the 10% mark. Go get gas. Right. No, you don't get to even know where you're at. Just go. Don't even ask questions. Go. I'm sure I have five more miles I can go. <laughs> yeah, you've probably got five, but you don't know it after that. You're like, oh, okay, do I have Yeah, but 10? I know in any, in any five-mile direction where I'm at right now in this hypothetical that there is another gas station. So I'll just wait over there. Or I'll go to the Costco. They have gas over there. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But the, once you're... The thing is, is now the bar drops below this little sticky note, let's say. Uh-huh. And now you can't see the bar. So now you don't know, are you on E? Or are you 10% from E? Or are you kind of there? Or like, you know where that bar is. I won't lie. There definitely have been times where doing this kind of... I don't know what you would call it. Tomfoolery of waiting to the Playing last minute. Playing chicken? Sure. I had to distract myself from kind of freaking out so much that I called our mutual friend and I was like, Hey buddy, how you doing? He's like, I'm good. I'm just working on a car right now. What's up? Like, well, my car is almost out of gas. I'm in traffic right now. The next gas station is about 10 minutes away and it's a stop and go traffic. So I just want to talk to somebody. So I don't think so much about it. What you been up to? So we just talked for like 10, 15 minutes. Like, okay, I found a gas station. Okay, bye. And I hung up. I was good. So like what that teaches me is A, yeah, don't do that. But B, I found a gas station. You're not going to change your habits, are you? I don't want to lie to you. I'll try. I'll try to be better. (laughs) But honestly, like I'm... My methodology of learning uh, is... It's kind of like the Facebook method, uh, which is, um, what is it? Go uh, break stuff and go hard and break stuff and just learn trial by by fire. So what you're saying is you need to run out of gas so your car punishes you so you learn your lesson. Kind of, yeah. Oh, okay. What do you think your dying word, if you could choose your dying words, what would they be? Um, who's around? Who's around? Yeah, those are your dying words. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's no, that's legit that's sad. Terrible. You're like, who, who's like, who's around me? Yeah, like, oh, that's that's, that's sad. sad. No, that is legit sad. Um, no, like, le- okay, legit question to answer the question. Sure. Who is who is around? Is it some nurse? Is it like? Someone I know is like, like there's a lot of little things that I'd, I'd to make my suggestions. So like, 
for example let's say it's a loved one let's yeah. say it's my wife and i've we've already said our goodbyes we've already like all the tearful stuff is done right like we're we're good right <laughs> it'd probably be something like the cure for cancer is <laughs> like if i could if i could leave somewhere with like a little happy little like laughing little, like little laughing joke. crying kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, like yeah. i i'd do that yeah. like i'd i as long as all the other ducks were in a row because that mm-hmm. seems to be the theme of this podcast um as long as all those other things were in a row yeah i'd totally leave on a joke okay but like if it was just like all of a sudden no i mean it's it's, it's too situational okay. to like I, I don't know. Can I can I have a dying book instead? Like dying words is a book, so I've got like four years to like, <laughs> yeah, like thumbing through pages. Thumbing through like pages. as long as I keep what reading, I'll be. What do I say? What do I say? Okay, this section is with friends, but one guy you don't like very much. Okay, that's this person. All right, I'm going to say this. Like, okay, that makes sense. Well, I, no, I'm thinking like, like, can I just keep reading to stay alive? Like, can I cheat the system and be like, hey, oh as long God. as I keep reading, I won't die. <laughs> I think that's fair, right? I wouldn't necessarily call it fair. Um, <laughs> you said it yourself. You're cheating the system. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not fair. <laughs> okay. But yeah. No, I, I don't know. It'd be super situational. What about you? Yeah. For me, um, I never thought of it being situational. Okay. I, I thought I thought of it like you have one chance. Doesn't matter who's around you. Because when you go, it doesn't matter who's around you. Right. You know, like even if it's in, in a place where you expect your loved ones to be there, they might not be. They might be filling up on gas and you can't stop yourself from going away. Right. And the only person that's there is the nurse. Right. So my last uh, my, my last dying breath, like like you, um, I, I've, I would love it to be something funny. But I don't, I, that's not necessarily my humor. Like, that's not necessarily me. Like, that's totally you. That encapsulates you as a person. Okay. The kind of outpouring of uh, individuality that you have. That's not me. Like, I, like, like, we've talked multiple times. I'm more of an analytical guy, you know. Um, so, for me... My last dying words uh, would probably be boring, <laughs> or not necessarily boring. Like they'd, mushy, they'd be very mushy. Okay, That's I love like, I love I'm my more, girl. I love this. Yes, like that kind it, of thing. it would some, be something along the lines of I have I've loved the life that I've lived, and I reg- and I have no regrets. It would be something like that. No, but you'd die during the last part, so you'd be like, no regrets. My will, like, that has to be tattooed to somebody's back of their head. (laughs) Or they don't get any of the inheritance. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) Everything gets sold away. (laughs) Oh, man, that would suck. What's the greatest risk you've ever taken in your life? The greatest? Uh, <laughs> okay um this it's more fun than anything like i okay. uh i wanted to go to an event at e3 which we've talked about in the past sure. and it was my first time i was like i want to go out to this thing for gears of war and 
Like I could get to the airport because of you know my situation. I can the flight's easy, but the mm. transportation from the airport isn't. Right. And this is before Uber, Lyft, right? Um, this is before I had income for Uber or Lyft. Understood. Like this is where I had like a shoestring budget of like sixty bucks, and that was it. Okay. Like you, you can get there and you can get home, and that's it. Okay. Um. And some guy, like, I posted on the Facebook for this event. I was like, oh, man, I, I, I could get to the airport, but that's it. Like, that sucks. And, like, some guy was like, I'll pick you up. And I looked at his profile picture, and he looked like a family guy. And I said, all right, let's go. And so I flew out to a stranger, met him at the airport, and he took me to the event. And we went to the event together, and we actually became friends. <laughs> and he's a really cool guy. I don't talk sure. to him too much anymore, but, yeah. like still think of him every now and then he's a cool guy um but like later on like uh, another trip out to california i came out uh, to see him and he actually confessed to me he's like actually in the the driver's side door i had a knife just in case you were the crazy <laughs> and, and i needed to be prepped just in case you tried to like attack me That's and funny. i was like that i i 100 percent don't blame you like yeah. that, that you were covering your bases i couldn't have brought a weapon because i was coming out of the airport right right i, I was just kind of i am what i am right but right. he doesn't know he doesn't know sure. if i'm not actually coming out of the airport i'm just waiting on the side like oh no i totally was in the airport no no we don't want that. That's your voice. Of course. That, well, that's my that's my bad guy voice. Oh. So if you hear that, you know I've gone evil. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so he, after that, I was like, yeah, I, I 100% can't blame him. But it was just funny. Like, yeah, he, he was he was ready just in case I was the crazy. But I think I think that would be the biggest risk I've taken. Um. Because of like what could have happened if it, if it gone badly, mm-hmm. but I don't know. What about you? Yeah, mine's not as exciting as yours, and I'm sure. Oh, if that's know, exciting. Yours is going to be boring. Yeah, <laughs> I would say my risk was uh, quitting college. That was okay. One of the biggest risks for me because at the time I was still living at home uh, in a family that was very college oriented. My mother was a PhD psychologist. My father never went to college and struggled, struggled, struggled to get to where he was at professionally. Right. And while I thought I could lean on that as an example of, Hey, see, you didn't go to college and you have a great job. So I don't need to go to college. And, and his whole thing was, I went through a lot of trials and tribulations that I never want you to have to go through. Right. Therefore college would allow you to avoid all that. And, and it, it the the bigger part of that pie was just the disappointment of um, of my mother, and you know I I never wanted to be that son that made her feel like there was some sort of failing and that mm-hmm. she could have potentially done something earlier right. on or you know because you know how. A, uh, how some parents might be that are very involved with their kids to which they're like, Oh no, he didn't do that. What did I do wrong? Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I should have done that. Like that was my mom that that's how she would have, or rather that's how she did react All right. for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, when I had told her that I wanted to, uh, or rather I told both of them, uh, it was in a therapy session with, you know, a third party person there. And, you know, afterwards, 
just she was just streaming tears down her face she's she's like what did is there something that we could have done like no it has nothing to do with you <laughs> you know but it was also a big risk for me because i no longer had a financial failsafe like me going to college was as i stayed in college my parents let me stay at the house rent free mm-hmm. they let me eat the food free they let me do all the things at the house for free on the stipulation that you were in college. In college. I didn't I have to that. have a job. Right. 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 All these things were basically paid for under the stipulation that I was in college. Yep. So the risk to me at this point was. How old were you? I have to. Uh, this was 2002. How so, old were you? Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, 18 or 19. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe early twenties. I, I have to do a quick back of the napkin math, but I was 19 years old. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I like, I kind of see it. I kind of don't like it. Like, I guess that's just your personal parenting kind of thing of like, yeah, you know, I, it, I'd probably let my kids stay till like 20, but like well, at the same time, I'd be like, Get a job. The but, other, yeah. well, the, the other thing was, uh, the other thing that was really driving me to leave was at that time I was involved in a network marketing uh, company. From a very naive uh, uh, outlook on a world that that involved mansions, Ferraris, um, you know, four figure bonuses per month. I'm like. Like this is the life that I want to I want to lead, like, right? You know, and for a while, I led that life. Did you get your Ferrari? For a while, I led that life, and I would I would argue that the learning experience that I, I gained from from all that is is something I would do all over again, uh, just because of. Uh, like I said, the, the the things that I learned, I still use today in our business with, with our okay. with, with our day job. Mm-hmm. But going back to the whole risk of it, my mother was not a fan of this. M&M, right, right. You know, um, she looked at it as two by two or Amway or you know or or just flat flat out. She just called she called it a Ponzi scheme. It's not a Ponzi scheme, um, but that's the way that she looked at it, and. There was nothing I could do or say to make her change her mind. Right. And in in a way, she was on the right path of like, this could go so south so quick. And she was worried about you. Well, that's what mothers do. And that's their job. That's their job. But my job is to live. <laughs> my, jo- my job is to make my own mistakes and to learn from them. Which is why, you know, if, for example, I were to go somewhere, run out of gas, and finally <laughs> make, uh, real- make the realization that... I should do what Quentin is is telling me. Then, then we'll make that happen. Then, but for me, yeah, leaving college was a huge risk, and I'm glad I did. I'm I'm glad I I, I left. I'm not, you know, I I would say to those who are listening that are considering go to college, yeah, go. You know, definitely figure out if it is for you. It's not for everybody, but don't just not go. Yeah, and yeah. but also like go for the right reasons, because like a lot of people go. And they're just told to go. They're like, you got to go to college. What are you going for? 
Yeah. Yeah. Just no, 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 get, no. Get your generals done. Yeah, you can totally get your generals done because everyone has to get their generals done. Sure. But after that, like, don't just be like, I'm just going to pick a program because I don't know what I want and I'm just going to start something. Liberal like, arts. Like, no, no please don't. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Like, you're going to waste your time. You're going to waste your money. And that's the big thing. I you're going to waste it stupid sure. amount of and, money and, and, I, and i will i will say like some people don't find their calling until after ge yeah and that that's usually what happens is is people are like i'm gonna get into ge and usually you find something there because they have like spoiler alert you're one of seven billion people on this planet you're not the only one that has the issue of i'm gonna jump into ge and not know what I'm going to do at the end. They have programs in place for this. They have people in place for this of like, let's get you into the right career path and start pointing you down to the right, the right angle or whatever. They have things for this. As far as I know, I might be talking out my butt. I don't know. Yeah. No, they have career counselors or counselors in general. Um, I mean, I don't know if we want to go down this road, but you, you might even suggest to not only save the money, um, but if you're just going to do GE, there's nothing wrong with junior college. Like if it's just GE that you're getting out of the way, right? Just go to city college. Well, oh yeah. College. Oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. you should definitely go to something like the local, I don't know what to call it. Whatever. The, right. Yeah. The, what do you call the, the, like, the like, city university? I call it a junior college or a city the, college. The, I always just know the name that's in my local town, Slick, which is Salt Lake Community College. Community College! That's Community what Community College! There you go, Yay! I said it! It was that, That's so exciting. Oh, yes, wow. Community College. You get your generals done at Community College because there's no reason to pay out the butt, because you're already going to pay out the butt. Yeah. It's just not going to be as bad. You're sure. going to tack on an extra zero if yeah. you go to like an actual full-on college, and you're going to get the exact same education, because this is basics. Right. This is one and one equals two, but like on a professional grade level. <laughs> I mean, like, look, if you have a vision or a dream or a goal of, of yourself to hit one of the Ivy League schools and you have a reason to, not just because your legacy, but you, your, your dream is to become a doctor or your dream is to become a lawyer and you have to go to Harvard for that reason. Yeah, don't go to junior college. Your goal is Harvard. Let's get you to Harvard. But if you have no idea what the heck that you want, I don't. I really don't feel like anybody should should ever look down on you for still going to junior college just to get all the re, re, not remedial, but just like G, the GE stuff out of the way. Is there people those that things don't matter? Do people look down on that? If oh, totally. To, that's a thing. Oh, totally. One thousand percent. Why? Maybe, because it's the same thing. Like I, I took okay. all my generals done at Harvard. I, I think I don't care. It's I still think, generals. Well, I I think it's the um, the age group that looks down. Okay. I know. Like if I were to tell another person of my age, which is you know mid thirties, I'm you know I went to I, I did my GEs here, but then mm-hmm. I finished up my my college years at at Berkeley or something. Like, well, dude, that was really smart. You know, because you're you're gonna pay out the out the butt for Berkeley, but at least you didn't have to pay an extra year out the butt for Berkeley GE. Mm-hmm. You saved your money and went to you know whatever the uh, uh, community college is over there, you know, in your neck of the woods. Yeah. But um, there definitely are people, usually old, older people, mm-hmm. that are like, you're going to, why why are you going to Napa <laughs> Valley College like? You are so, that's the thing. 
Quentin, you're better than that. Yeah, Quentin, you are so smart. You have your life in front of you, and you need to push yourself. And you know you can do better if you just go straight to blah, blah, blah college and not mess with community college. You're better than community college. That's the talk track that I have heard and continue to hear wow. to this day. Now, I, I will say there is a, not only is it an age group, it's also a, uh, uh, we'll just say, subset of, of people in, in, in the United States that have this mindset. Um, and it is very annoying because, uh, yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things that is dragging our society down is called student debt loan. Yep. And you want me <laughs> to go, you know, you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's really silly. Yeah. That No, I, it's, I, it's gotta be a more of a demographical kind of thing. Cause I've never had that before of like, you go to college, you, if you, if college is right for you, go mm. is what I've ever gotten of like, go, but don't short yourself, go. And it wasn't like go somewhere versus somewhere else. It was just go. So, yeah, I'd say it's probably more demographic plus okay. age group. Yeah. So I'm sorry you had that experience. That sucks. Well, I didn't. But I, You didn't have the experience of people being like... Not directly to me. Oh. But to my colleagues, my friends, family members. So did you get told that? Directly to me? No. No. Okay, but maybe your son? Yes. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah, but, you know, I can't say anything. I, I can't, I can't. Ugh. At at when, when this was being told to him, I was not in the place right. well, to I, speak I, up. That's for the length of the podcast that we've done this, I've yeah. learned more and more of how, like, <laughs> you can't say anything. And it's so funny because, like, in my living area, it's like, you speak up. Yeah, you no, you're being dumb. Yeah. Here's the reasons why you're being dumb. Yeah. Stop being dumb. No, you're being disrespectful. Get out of my house. Oh, cool. I'll bye bye. <laughs> well, at the time I was living there, so there's nothing I could really do about it. <laughs> I think you'd be a little more cordial of like, hey, um, nope. it's okay. Nope. Before you say anything, no. Ugh. Nope. Ugh. Ugh. How dare is you? The answer. Oh. How dare you? Get out of my podcast. So just before I came out here, I had the opportunity to do something. Yeah. I upgraded my phone for the first time in two years. You know, you make it sound like it's such a long time from upgrading, but that used to be the standard. It No, and I totally agree with you. There's only been one year that mm-hmm. I did a one-year upgrade, and yeah. that was... Um, the iPhone 7 to the 10 because mm-hmm. it came out the year after. There was never a 7S. It went to like the models that they came out that year were 8 and 10. 7 and then 8 and 10 yep. the same year. Yep. But of course you went for the 10. Yep. Then last year was the 10S and uh-huh. the 10S Max. Uh-huh. And this year is the iPhone 11. And 11 Pro. And 11 Pro Max. Ugh. <laughs> is the way, isn't I don't there... make up these words, okay? And, and isn't there's there's an eleven max as well, right? Is there an eleven max or just the pro max? No, there's not a there's not a max. There's not a max. By not the way. not for the eleven. Not for the eleven. But just continue for the pro. For the, for the pro, yeah. So next year it's going to be eleven pro max s or max r <laughs> maxer. <laughs> 
No, it'd be the max I'm would be for the, jo- the max would be after. The jokes right no, no, now. the max would be after. Okay. Following their their like kind of structure. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it'd be the eleven S Pro Max. Okay. Uh, it's still too much. Like yeah, already, yeah, eleven yeah. Pro Max and eleven Pro is already like pushing boundaries. You know, this is our fault as as a society, as as a Western culture. This is our fault because every year we're always egging, on, especially the the tech journalism, uh, are always talking about the next number, the next version. Right, right. And we are we've trained ourselves to go after words that sound awesome pro, pro. especially pro. pro yeah you see pro a lot oh my god or, pro or is a big thing pro elite ultimate uh um or even just putting the letter r on cars if your car has the letter r on there i don't even know what r would stand for on a car i think maybe racing but it means that your car is awesome and just by putting that sticker on there you've actually added five more horsepower so it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that that how much that we've surrounded ourselves by nomenclature on the title of these devices that we have means so much. Right. A, a PlayStation 4 Pro, Xbox, you know, Xbox One X. Like, if if Microsoft wanted to to fight in that battle, the next version is going to be called Xbox One X Pro. Now, obviously, this is uh, speculation. It's just a joke. It's not even speculation. It's straight up guessing. It is straight up guessing. Yeah. Right? But that's that's where we've set that's where we set ourselves as a Western society as looking. No, no, no. You know what? Xbox One X Max X. You got it. There. Like how many X's can we shove in there without just like all digital. Yes. Yes, all digital edition. Short for A D for short. All digital edition, yeah. Anyway, so you got a new phone. You got Yes, so I got the eleven Pro. I just did 11 Pro. 11 Pro. 11 Pro. That's it. 11 Pro. That's it. No, no Max. I, uh, okay. I've been on the phablet. I was on the phablet back in 7 like and it. 6. And you know what? No, no, no. I liked it. Oh, I thought you said you didn't like it. You said it was too uh, big let me your, Let me clarify. Your hands. I did like it at the time. But once I downgraded, once I moved from, well, downgraded in size, downgraded in size, when I realized kind of that was too big. Like it was, it was a weird situation. So I, I had the seven, uh, plus is what they called it back then. Right. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was the coolest thing since sliced bread. I was like, this is awesome. And then the 11 was announced. And I was like, okay, so I lose a little bit of screen, but I don't have like the bars on the top and bottom. Okay. I'm happy with that. So I switched to that and I used it for a few months. And then I picked up a seven plus again and it felt so foreign so bizarrely foreign because like my brain was like yes this is what we used to have but it feels wrong like it feels legitimately like wrong like this is too big this is too wide this is too much i don't like this get it out of my hand it was such a weird feeling and so yeah i don't want to do the plus phones anymore it's it's too much phone it's too big it's it's cool don't get me wrong i like the higher resolution i like the things about it but it's just not worth it like it's just too much there it, it's too wide for my hands even i have big hands i like the big phones <laughs> i don't have big hands either at all so uh for me it's the real estate the the screen to body ratio mm-hmm. of real estate which i know the irony because the pixel has a bezel um but i go with what i get um 
but I, I'm glad that you're finally happy with the form factor and, and the size of, of the devices that you've gotten. Now, regarding the 11 Pro and this upgrade after two years, the biggest thing that had attracted you was the camera. But I don't want to spend too much time on the camera because it's kind of hard to talk about the camera on a podcast, um, especially for those that might not know the you know f-stop terminology and this and that right um but one of your goals and i don't know if you were joking or not but you 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 had alluded to wanting to try and convince me to move over to ios because if memory serves i did say a while back if the next version of the pixel comes out and i'm not at all impressed with it i might go with the iphone and at the time I was very adamant about that. And I still, to this day, I'm very adamant about that. Like okay. if, if I'm not impressed with Pixel 4 or Pixel 4 XL, so far the renders that I've seen, the phone-wise, not really kind of impressed with it. But if the camera is better than my, my Pixel camera is right now, mm-hmm. if the resolution is better, if uh, just the overall experience of Pixel 4 is better, then I'll probably stay with Pixel. So, okay, the first question I have for you is, and I know this sounds ridiculous at first. It even sounds ridiculous as a sentence. Okay. How many lenses do you have? See, I hate even saying those words, but like just. <laughs> My face just. Just dropped. move on and answer the question. <laughs> One. Okay. Thank you. Sorry, two. Like, uh, Front-facing camera. And oh, no, that doesn't count. Rear-facing rear only. Rear-facing only. Okay. Okay. The only One. one. Right. And that's. Uh, see, here's the thing is. On the surface, when you say how many lenses you have, in in my opinion, it sounds ridiculous. Like, you sound weird. Yes. It's not. Like, it makes sense. You can't have lens switching on a phone of this form factor. It is a thing. There Mm -hmm. are cameras that have, like, removable actual lenses, and that is super cool. Right. It's not practical. It's not practical. Not practical. you're, You're adding a significant amount of bump to your camera when you're talking about no longer millimeters, but like inches, now, centimeters. Apple's not the first company to do this, though. Like, there's been a number of Android Oh, phones. yeah. There's the, the Huawei. Huawei did Huawei. it. They Xiaomi have four. Yeah. So Huawei has four on their, their when flagship. You, when you first saw that, what was your initial reaction? Like, was it... Cool, better, better uh, photos, or was my, it like my immediate reaction? That's weird. What What, what, what does it? the third What does the third lens do? Okay. My immediate reaction when they were like they were showing the images because I watched the thing live because that's the first thing they showed was it's got three cameras. It was what does the third lens do? Why should I care about a third lens? And they went through and they said, okay, so you've got this, this, no, no, this. No. And they I'm, went through. I'm not talking about the, on, on the iPhone. I'm sorry if I, if I misspoke. I'm talking about when you first saw it on an Android phone. When you, when you first saw it or maybe first heard about an Android phone from last year, Huawei, Xiaomi, one of those companies, ZTE. Right. We have a phone that has multiple rear-facing lenses. Uh-huh. What was your initial reaction? Was it like, well, it's never going to be as good? Or was it going to be like the, this this might be really good for photography or was it still, uh, I don't really see this being a, a big benefit that, that I looks mean, ugly or we like Apple has had dual cameras since the six. Okay. It's the six, the six S the seven that we've had it for at least two, three years. Roughly. Yeah. At least sure. like it's been a while. 
I've never written it off as long as the lenses did something like there was a camera back in like 2011 an Android camera that had two lenses but it was meant for like 3D photos 3D, yeah that was the uh, HTC 3D uh, Evo 3D yeah yeah, that was dumb and and gimmicky. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was like, gimmicky. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. when I saw that I was like, no, the lens, the other lens. If it does something, it makes sense. You can't have swappable lenses on a thin camera. It makes yeah. sense. And you obviously don't want moving parts of like switching between the sensors. And no, no, no. So I've never written it off as long as the can the lenses did something. But like yeah. even for your example, uh, and you only have one lens, but like. If like, oh, well, the ultra wide is there, but it's actually like less resolution. So you can take ultra wide photos, but there's a sacrifice. I'm not down. Like, that's one of the reasons why I like iPhone is there's not that situation. Like nine times out of 10, I won't say 100% because I can't say that with confidence. But nine times out of 10, there's never a, well, you can do that, but you're going to sacrifice this. Like, you can use the, the, the wide-angle camera, but it's less megapixels. Oh, well, you can use the front-facing, but it's not as good with this. Like, well, not front-facing. That's not fair. But you get my point of... No, I get your point. Yeah, of, yeah. like, there's not that situation of just, like, sacrifice of, oh, well, but n- no, you don't you, have that. You know, like, I, I think what it is for me, uh, I don't necessarily see the lack of or the... or me missing out on resolution as sacrifice uh, kind of because my experience with Android um, and as an Android fan, it kind of hurts to say this, but uh, as, as an Android user, we've kind of been trained to learn that if you want something, there is something that you have to give up, but you still get the thing that you want mm-hmm. and it's still decent. So for example, the wide angle lens I have that. It's not as easy to get to. I have to change my settings, which inadvertently also changes my uh, megapixel output uh, mm-hmm. from, I believe the normal is like 16 or 18 megapixels. But then when I, when I change it, it goes down to 12 or something like that. Okay. But I get my, alt, I get my wide angle. Right. And I get my photo. And right. quite honestly, at 8 megapixels, who the hell's gonna notice? Yeah, but really, really what like, no really gonna... what matters is the compression, right? And, and also, like, especially if I'm uploading it to a social network, no one's gonna freaking notice. No one's gonna notice. Right. No one's gonna give me guff. And vis-a-vis, I don't give my uh, give guff to the phone, mm-hmm. to the phone manufacturer, mm-hmm. and and to those things. Well, so least... that's that's why for me, when you come up with, I've got three lenses. They don't change the megapixel. They don't. I don't have to sacrifice this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. I get all the things that I want. I can change in live view the f-stop, or in live view, I can go from monochrome to portrait mode to this and that. To me, I'm like, well, I'll just do it in post. Not a big deal. I, I guess it's more like the way you're describing, like, hey, I can get ultra wide, but I have to go to the settings and do this, 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 this. I train myself too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. No. Well, no. No, I like you. You couldn't convince me to do that. Like I, I like this phone because it's like you said. Like everything is just right there. Like I can just say I want this, and it's there. Mm-hmm. And it sounds very like gimme, gimme, gimme. But at the same time, like that's what I want from a phone is whatever I want the phone to do. Phone calls, text messages, especially photos, because that's one of the main reasons I like it is photos. I want it to be at its peak performance 100% of the time 
no matter when I'm asking for. I don't want to go in a situation and like, hey, let's take a group photo. Hold on, let me change my settings. It may only take me a couple seconds, but I've learned people are impatient. Those couple seconds can be the death of me. Those couple seconds where I'm fiddling with my phone are like, oh, well, it, when you get this set up, let me know. No, it'll only be a second. And by the time I'm done with this conversation, somebody else has already walked away and it's all hell's broken loose. I don't like that. Yeah. I hate that. And so I would rather have the situation where I can be like, let's take a photo. I press one button on my phone and boom, it's ready to rock. So that example that you give where you know, to change a setting, it takes just a few seconds. Uh-huh. Um, get faster. <laughs> Get faster. But that's the thing is it's not about how fast it takes. It could take two seconds. But when somebody sees you fiddling on the phone, it starts the chain. It starts that chain with those kind of people. That chain is very easy. It's just it's then like it a Tinder box. Pictures of. No, honestly, like, <laughs> like, like, I'm not trying to be mean, but I'm trying no, to be no, mean. Yeah. like the, the thing is, like, it, if you do it as a nonchalant thing, like, hey, let's take a group photo. Like, if you guys go over there, you guys, you guys go over there. No, actually, you guys switch over there. Okay, bunch up, bunch up. I'm ready. Done. Done. <laughs> done. Drop phone. I'm done. And he broke his phone. No, I didn't. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. But that's the thing, though, is it's not just about the camera. It's about literally everything. Okay. My, my my point is like no matter how we how how we how we slice this uh-huh. like I still don't have a definitive you gotta get back on iOS back. Well, I used to have an iPhone. Oh yeah, back when you were like way back when. Yeah, granted, it was it was way back when it was an iPhone five. Mm. Also had an iPhone six for a little bit and an iPhone four S. Yeah, I had an iPhone 4S as well. So yeah, I've had I've had two or three iPhones. Right. So I have experience, and far far be for me. Like I really enjoyed myself using that iPhone. I, I thought that it was a really good ecosystem. Uh-huh. At that time, there were some permission and security limitations that Apple just did not allow for. Right. And another thing, like for me right now, that makes me champion Android is. You can now sign up to potentially be in the Microsoft uh, Xbox Project X Cloud beta, mm-hmm. which is only on Android. I'm very excited. Yeah, because if I can play remotely, Gears, that's yeah. Apex on my phone, like wow, 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 yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I really like having is a messaging service that is ubiquitous, and this is one of the things that was extremely require as as an extreme requirement for me to use if i'm going to be talking to you i need to be able to pick up anything a tablet a phone a computer uh, ios android uh, windows 10 linux i need to be able to talk to you and guess what's ubiquitous not imessage no it's not sms's yes yes now, granted, SMS is ubiquitous on computers if you use um, if you use like the uh, the the Google Messages app, or if you use the uh, your phone app for for Android or or, or iOS on, on Windows Ten. There are it's not like directly connected. Right, you have to have a hook into it. Right, but once that hook is there, it works great. You right. can still send gifts. You can still send emojis. You right. can still you know, do, do do all those things. And half the time when I'm in my studio and, you know, chatting with my girlfriend or chatting with you on SMS, 
I'm not on my phone. My phone's over there in the corner. I'm on my computer talking with you. Okay. So So how in is this, iMessage in, in the situation help me in this? of of specifically that this is this is where your androidedness will your android training will guide you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and which is sacrifice. Oh! So 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 taking you, a page out of my book yes, now, are you? Yes. So as an Android user, this is you too would too big of a sacrifice. No. Nope. Hold on. It's too big of a sacrifice. I've created a workflow for me that I am not willing to give How up. much do you text to where like you need to have a computer? Here's what I need. Here's what I need. I need to very similar to the setup that I have right here. I need to be able to have my phone. My phone is in my hand right now. Right, right. right. Phone is in my hand. I toss it onto your bed. Don't let me forget that. But I still have your phone app on my computer right here. So I could still chat with all these people via SMS. Right. With them not be none the wiser. Oh, guess what? I have my group me right here too. And mm-hmm. separately, I have my Facebook messenger messengers, uh, messages coming in this other window. I could sure. split them into four panes, right. just like we've been taught. Right. You know? That's cool. You can't do that. No. But here's with the thing. Message. Is that is called efficiency. <laughs> this is the way you said, I'm sorry. <laughs> and with virtual desktops, now you being able to save your virtual desktops in the next incarnation of Windows coming out in spring. Mm-hmm. That's going to be huge. It's going to help very oh. important individuals like myself. Oh, <laughs> can't even keep a straight face on that one. Oh my God, Quentin, this has been so much fun. I think we had like what fifteen minutes of recording before we actually started the official recording, uh, which we might, we might have as a bonus episode, just on its own. <laughs> I'm not sure, but. Um, yeah, this is, this has been fun. Uh, where can people find you? Digitally speaking, not physically. <laughs> Currently in California. No, uh, on Xbox and Instagram at firewall. You can find me in those two places under lazy tech, Tony. We're both on Instagram under still. What are you doing? <laughs> Why? Why I are keep you giving him faces? It's great. <laughs> You can find both of us on, uh, I don't even know the social platform anymore, uh, Instagram under Still Recording, or is it Still Recording Podcast? I don't know. Uh, the links will be in the description. The links just, in the just, description just click, down below. You, you're not going to type the URL just like any other human being. Go okay. in the description, go look at the links, the click links on the one that you there. want. Uh, also, <laughs> we have a subreddit. Please join the subreddit and we can get a really fun Hopefully conversation Tony posts. there. Hopefully, Quentin posts. Um, I've made you. A, I've made you an admin. So uh-huh, uh-huh. You have no excuse. Okay. Okay. I post on Instagram. You post on sub uh, on Reddit. That's uh-huh. your job. There we go. All we just right. hashed it out. Oh, look at that. Uh, and well, and, until the next time, guys. Y'all have a good one. Be good to yourselves, and we'll talk to you later. Bye bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>